Hey there, welcome to the Life Organized Podcast, where you can learn how to organize your life so you are free to focus on what matters most. I'm your host, Jenny Layton, and today you are listening to episode number nine, Clutter-Free Gift Ideas. All right, I hope this conversation isn't too early for some of you. I know there are those out there that don't even want to think about Christmas until Thanksgiving is over. I don't know, are are there still people doing that? It seems like you're seeing stuff in the stores earlier and earlier now, just even before Halloween's even happened. So it's pretty hard to not be thinking about Christmas before Thanksgiving. But if you do, if that's what the philosophy you have, that's great. I think you should stick with that. But I did want to sneak in here with this little bit of a talk about what you're going to be shopping for on Black Friday and the things you're going to start to be bringing into your home as you shop for the holidays. Because if we're not careful, some of those gifts that we bring in with really good intentions become future problems. They become clutter. We have to figure out what to do with those things. You know, I I love, okay, so let me just disclaimer here. I love giving good gifts. I love watching my kids' faces light up when I give them stuff that they've asked for, that they use and that they love. That's a win-win. That's a great part of being a parent, and I think we should do that. But I also think we ought to think through what's going to happen after they go back to school, and you're trying to figure out where to put all of the stuff, and it's in the way, and maybe they're not using it. That's when we start into that fall into that clutter category. So we're kind of looking at what's that fine line between giving really good, meaningful gifts and things they're going to love and enjoy, and then when does it cross that line into clutter? So that's that's what we're going to talk about today. And I think to do that, we need to start out with the clutter conversation. What is clutter? All right, there's several different ways that I define clutter, but I think for this episode today, the most useful one is anything that takes more than it gives it becomes clutter. Okay, so what do we mean by that? Let's look at a couple of examples. The first example is when we give our kids big gifts. You ever done that? You ever gotten them one of those big kitchens, those play kitchens or a big dollhouse or a playhouse or a big racetrack, some sort of item that takes up a lot of space and they were excited and it's a good idea except for it takes up so much space and maybe you live somewhere small and you just really do not have enough room for that so it's taking up more space than maybe really joy that it gives the kids that could be considered clutter or maybe it's taking up more energy or attention of your time uh, because you're frustrated by it then it's really giving the kids pleasure to play with Again, even though it's a nice item, we can look at that as clutter. And I really like you to think through that one before you bring things into your house. Where are you going to keep it? How hard is it going to be to store it? Um, Is it going to take up more space than you have to give it? Let's think about that before we get that. Okay, another example. Have you ever bought, this is, I think, especially when you have younger kids, have you ever bought them a toy that you think is going to be a lot of fun, but it's the most obnoxious toy in the world? It's just loud. You can hardly handle having them play with it. Remember that happened to me a couple of times. I don't know. I was a rookie young parent, got them a couple of things, and boy, we knew within minutes of that present being opened that that was not a good choice. So think about that, because it may take up more, again, of your patience and your energy trying to tolerate it, then the joy it gives your kids that just that toy may not be worth it. So keep that in mind as you're doing some shopping. 
Okay, another example are gadgets and electronics. I think we're always trying to find things to, you know, stocking stuffers and give older kids and um, your spouse just, you know, what what's another good thing that we can kind of even up with, right? Make sure that everybody's got the amount of gifts they need to have. And you look at these electronic things and think they're such a good idea. And a lot of them are flops. I don't know. Every once in a while you can get a good one. But I just think about the electronic soccer and basketball we got one year that was supposed to help train the kids. You could kind of hook it up to the TV and they could do these moves. And it was a great idea. But I'm telling you, it sure took a lot more money than training and expertise than it gave my kids. So think about that as you're spending your money on some things. Um, Another thing that takes up a lot more than it gives, I think, are game systems um, and screens. You know, how much time do those things take up? And what is it really giving you in return? Now, it may be giving you some free time as a parent, which is nice, or maybe giving your kids some downtime. But if it gets to be too much, you know, it might be taking up more time than you really want your kids to be spending. So you can think about that. Um, another example, this is just in our home. We have a lot of good intentions about playing games and we'll get new games and then we never really take the time to learn how to play them. So <laughs> they end up taking space on in our um, cupboards and you know money that we spend and then we just kind of go back to playing cards because that's how we know what to do. So just some things to think about. Gifts that take more than they give. So those are some of the traditional things that we give. I think it's really good to think through that before we do our shopping. But today, what I really wanted to focus on are some ideas of clutter-free things that you can give them. So it's less stuff to put in your house. You probably still want to get them some stuff. In fact, in a lot of cases, I still get a little thing to go along with some of the suggestions I'm about to give you. We'll talk a little more about that. But for the most part, the money that we spend on the gift and the amount of space it takes up. Here's some really fun ideas of a different way to approach it. And I think you could really give your kids and your family, your loved ones, some thoughtful, exciting, meaningful gifts that won't be such a burden for you or even for them this year. Okay, so let's start out talking about my very favorite one. If you've ever done this, you'll probably agree with me. I love giving vacations for Christmas. Now, there are some years we've been able to go all out. We've done some really fun ones. We've combined maybe our vacation budget with our Christmas budget, and we've gone on a cruise. Or one year we went to Mexico, and they loved that gift. I loved giving that gift. I loved that there were memories that came from that gift. Um, A lot of times, kids don't remember a month later what they opened. But if you've given them a gift, they will always remember that. And that can be some of the best investment that you make in your family. So I may be preaching to the choir here. You may have already figured that one out. Or you might just need a little nudge to experiment with that one this year. And it doesn't need to be exotic or elaborate. Some years we've done some pretty cool ones. Other years we've just gone to a cabin nearby and... You know, maybe I've wrapped up some hand warmers and some board games so we can go play in the snow and then do, well, like I said, (laughs) maybe I should just wrap up cards, not board games for our family. You choose what will work for you. I don't want those board games to end up more clutter. But it's been fun to wrap up a couple little things to go with a trip. You know, um, sometimes maybe you could just go to a hotel nearby 
and get some movie tickets and wrap that up or a gift card for dinner and just kind of have a fun overnight out. But that can be a really fun way for you to give a gift to your family that is going to be remembered for a long time that definitely won't be clutter. Okay, so vacation, top idea. Here's another idea. Give them a membership or a season pass. So we could be talking to a water park, an amusement park, a museum, the theater, the zoo, anything that your family loves to do, your kids or your spouse or your parents love to do. I think we've given a membership to the movies to my in-laws several times. So they've had a big popcorn bucket that's refillable or something, and they really have enjoyed that. So think about what they love to do and how you can make it easier for them to go do that. And that just feels like the gift that just keeps on giving all year long or all season long when that membership works. And that's actually an idea that I've kind of carried over into Easter. If there are summertime passes, again, to a water park or a pool or something, that's a really fun Easter basket idea as well. Okay. Different from a membership or a season pass, how about experiences, more one-time type things, things that they're interested in or have always wanted to try, they may not ever eventually get around to doing on their own. And I'm thinking it could be big like skydiving, you know, or a concert that they their favorite artists might be coming in, um, or maybe a, a play, or you could hire an expert to take them to do something that they'd really love to do. Maybe they want to do more things in the outdoors and you just don't know how to give them that experience. So maybe you could arrange that and give that experience to them with an expert to go, you know, canyoneering or skiing or mountain biking or something that feels kind of out of your range of what you like to usually do. Another really fun idea, I think, is maybe like a personal stylist to go shopping with them. If you've got someone that really loves fashion or wants to increase their sense of style, I think that could be fun. Or like a makeup artist to to do their teach them how to do their makeup really well. Or maybe a trainer for a favorite sport. Um, any of these ideas, just things they love to do, give them those experiences, things that they wouldn't necessarily give themselves, but you know that they would love and enjoy. I think kind of close to that is the idea of lessons um, or maybe certificates, you know, like I'll give you horseback riding lessons, or maybe you've always wanted to learn how to decorate cakes or maybe scuba diving certification, which would be really fun to wrap up with a vacation if you're going somewhere exotic like that to scuba dive. So I don't know, just some fun ideas. Okay, so here's another idea that I think is really fun, and this is so inexpensive, and my kids have loved this. In fact, I love this. Remember when the kids were little, and they were, or maybe your kids are little, and they make you those homemade coupons or vouchers for Mother's Day, you know, good for one back tickle or good for one day of doing the dishes. What if you did that for your kids? Make them some homemade coupons um, that you'll do their chores for them or that they can stay out late or that they can pick what you're going to eat for dinner for an entire week. I can see kids really having a lot of fun with that. We've done some some times where I've given my kids those types of experiences and it's really fun to see their faces light up, especially if you've never done it before, just kind of they're not expecting it. And that can be a really great addition. Again, you know, stocking stuffer, just kind of little little thing that you can add in that will be meaningful and different and fun. 
I even think if my spouse wanted to give me, maybe you guys can, maybe my husband needs to listen to this. If he gave me a week of not having to do dishes or not having to cook, that sounds like as good of a, as the vacation to me. So, you know, that can be, that can go for spouses. That's a great idea, I think. Okay, another really fun idea that's become popular is monthly subscription boxes. So you can look online. There's all sorts of ideas, but, you know, there's crafts are a really big one. If your kids want some fun projects to do, craft projects to do, you can just Google search monthly subscription boxes um, for crafts and kids, and you'll find a lot of really great ideas. Or if they're into science, it can be some really fun science experiments. My oldest would have loved that when he was little. That would have been a great gift to give him. Uh, my sister gave her husband bacon of the month. So I don't know where she found it, but every month they were shipped a new flavor of bacon because he's a huge fan and they have loved that. So I thought that was a really fun idea. Um, there's also fun clothing subscriptions. So um, stylists will pick clothing out for you and every month you get some pieces you can choose. I mean... Maybe have your husband listen to this episode if that sounds fun to you. I think that sounds phenomenal too. So those subscriptions could be a really fun option. And again, I just love the idea that all of these things are going to just keep the bulky stuff out of your house. Now, in some cases, you're, you know, the subscription boxes or whatever, you'll have some supplies come in, but if they're being used, that's not clutter because there's value in that. So just some really fun, different ideas. A um, couple more I wanted to share that I think could be helpful. I think outdoor gear can generally be considered clutter-free. Um, sometimes, you know, in the summer as you're going on vacation, it can be a lot to buy that gear. Christmas is a really great time to stock up on, you know, what are some of the hobbies and things you're wanting to get involved in and what kind of gear does that require? You know, get some kayaks or some snowshoes or some rock climbing gear, um, maybe a tent, whatever, a camp stove. That can be some great gifts that I would say generally could be considered not clutter, you know, unless you don't have the room for it. So I guess just keep that in mind. And here's a couple touchy-feely memorabilia type gifts that I think are phenomenal. So what about giving scrapbooks for Christmas? I still remember the year that I worked throughout the fall to get some scrapbooks done for my kids. And that Christmas morning, was that was the highlight. All the other gifts were forgotten as they sat there and looked through those pages relived memories, thought about vacations, showed each other different pictures and were laughing and talking about those experiences they'd had. That was a really great moment. So definitely not clutter. Now I know that one can take some time, but I will say with the online ease that we have templates and services that will print books for you, a lot of times you can just drop your photos in. So Maybe just even do a photo book of a vacation you did. Normally, everyone can access those photos pretty easily. That could be a great gift. And kind of along those lines, a family video, I think, would be really fun. Now, I know that takes some tech skills, and maybe, again, you don't have the time or the energy or the ability to do this. But if you do, it is such a fun thing to just gather highlight reels of different things that your family's done throughout the year, whether they're still pictures or videos and combining them into a little video. That is definitely not clutter. If anything, that is such a high value thing that you can do for your family to help kind of increase that sense of family identity, relive those memories, bring togetherness. 
give you ideas of things you want to do for the next year. And I just love the idea of kind of closing out the year with something like that that commemorates the year and helps you just remember all of the things that you did together as a family and brought you closer. So that I think that's a really fun idea. Okay, so as you're heading out the door this Black Friday or you're jumping online and again, filling up those shopping carts, maybe ask yourself a few questions. Are they really going to use this? Do I know where I'm going to put it? Is it going to give more than it takes in terms of space or money or effort to use it? And if you can't answer those questions, then maybe consider giving them something that's a little more non-conventional, these clutter-free gifts that we talked about today. So I hope this helps you have a wonderful holiday season and get some of that shopping done. Hope it helps make this season more magical for you. If you enjoyed this episode and want to know more about how to have an organized life, check out the show notes. I've included a link for a free book called Get Organized Fast. It's just some quick, fun ideas of what you can do to start to organize your home right away, your life, your time, your family. Just some quick ideas. They don't take a lot of effort, but I think it'll make a big difference for you as you're trying to get organized. So check that out. Love to send that to you. And with that, I hope you have a great time doing your Black Friday shopping. Hope you get some really great gifts and we'll talk to you next time.